difference after how the, the male feminine energy has switched and where it's going back to? Okay. So, what's up, y'all? It's Solaris, the High Priestess here. It's been a long time, but I'm out with my homegirl. We're sitting in nature on yoga mats, just gathering the energy. I can't believe I'm out here. It's hot as hell. <laughs> Luckily, we in the shade. But we wanted to have a discussion about masculine and feminine energy. So um, I put this on my live yesterday, too, that I feel like we're starting to see a lot of themes of people talking about feminine roles. So T.D. Jakes, did you hear that sermon he just did? I did not. So T.D. Jakes just had a sermon where he said that we're basically raising masculine women. Mm -hmm. And he said that... He feels like women don't give men a need to pour into them. So he's like, you know, y'all are climbing the corporate ladder. Y'all could get y'all own cars and y'all own stuff. So it makes, to him, it makes men feel like, well, bitch, you don't need me, basically. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, this video went viral. It was on the shade room in spiritual world, I believe. And so there are a lot of women who have rebuttals to this. And so it's like, damn, like, you know, on one end, women are like, so we can't have our own shit. Basically, you just like, so what about this dick? Like, yeah, you got all of this stuff. So what am I good for? So men are finding it hard to basically I feel like men have to step up in a different way and they don't know how. Exactly. Okay. Well, I feel like a lot of it comes from from the beginning of time. It was already told what the woman should do and what the man should do. Mm -hmm. Instead of us just naturally just becoming in our, in our own selves and just letting the chips fall where they may. Mm -hmm. I mean, you got men that are stay at home moms now. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's true. I feel like roles have to be adaptable too. You know what I'm saying? But if anything, I'll take this back to astrology. So um, as I've talked about before, the North Node is now in Taurus and the South Node is in Scorpio. It was previously in Gemini and Sagittarius for a year and a half. So that's why we saw a lot of men coming into spiritual enlightenment and they were starting to get into the conscious community, becoming thought leaders, like really putting themselves out there and getting shine for it because they were tapping into a spiritual sector, which is what us women naturally tap into. Mm -hmm. So as of last year, we saw more men who were being illuminated in that way in the spiritual and conscious community. And women were starting to take the other role of like, you know, what? I don't care. I just want to have fun. I don't really want to be committed. I don't want this. I don't want that. But now that the North Node is going into or is in Taurus, the energy is starting to shift back. So the dust has not settled yet, mm -hmm. but you can see the conversations and the topics online where we're trying to figure out what the roles are now. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, well, it's like, how can we come together? So women have found our power mm -hmm. and we, we don't, we have adapted to the, uh, the times of being more independent, mm -hmm. but how do we, now that things are going back, men are going to get back into their masculine roles. Mm -hmm. So does that mean that we're going to be more submissive or do you think it's going to be a new change? I think that, we had to experience the other side. So, mm -hmm. like, women got to experience the masculine. Men got to experience mm -hmm. the feminine. So, I feel like it's not about settling into a role. But, like, now we have more higher wisdom and knowledge. More so it's like for one another. Right. Mm -hmm. So, it's like, now, what? how do you define masculine? At first, it was just being a provider and a protector. Mm -hmm. But what we need now is for men to be emotionally available 
And as Kevin Gates said in his uh, interview, because that's another interview that was crazy. Did you watch that? No, I got to look at it. I've seen it online. Uh, I did a little blurb on it on my Instagram, too. But Kevin Gates said, you know, he when he loves, he loves all the way. He's like, you know, naturally men or people can be afraid to, like, give themselves. But he said, I had a brave heart. So on one of his songs, I guess he was crying because he was expressing how he got hurt by a woman. And so I feel like that's the energy that men are being asked to step up to. We don't just need y'all to be providers and protectors, but we need you to be emotionally in tune and available and adaptable as we have been to y'all. But we got to make it safe for them too, though. That's a fact. Just like there's been a lot of times where they didn't make it safe for us. Mm -hmm. Oh, you too weak. Mm -hmm. I know I've been called weak by men. You know, you too needy, you too clingy. And it's like, how can we have respect for one another to be vulnerable? So then that's the, another role that's going to be added on to femininity is making it a safe space for men to be able to express their emotions. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Instead of feeling like they have to suppress it. So, yeah, I mean, <clears throat> I don't know. But it's like as soon as we do get a man and he's a little too, <laughs> you know, needy or clingy or emotional and vulnerable, we're like, oh, this nigga too soft. But so, then it's balanced still. Yeah. I mean, and I guess... What's going to be the conduit between that is communication. Like, instead of acting out of your emotions, because emotions is like, you know, you just putting everything out there. But it's like, if you found a man that was emotional, can he also communicate like, this is why I'm feeling this way? Yeah. I might be feeling clingy because, boom, let me go back to my childhood. I have a mother wound. Mm -hmm. Then maybe women won't be so like, "Mm -mm, you soft. It'll be like, damn, I have a deeper understanding understanding for you because you want to do the work. You have a mother wound, which is connected to abandonment. Mm -hmm. So when I start to move around a little bit, you get clingy and you have, you know, whatever. I've been tied down in the past. So I feel like you're trying to control me. Yeah. If communication happens, then it's going to be okay. Mm-hmm. But right now, because the dust is settling, like I said, it's a whole bunch of barking on both ends right For now. Sure. Well, women cheat. I've saw another post. It was a couple of posts. It was one that said, um, men feel more comfortable to express themselves with a side chick over with their woman because Mm. the side chick has no expectations they're being truthful you know i got a wife or i got a girlfriend or i'm messing with this girl and this girl so there's no barrier between them being themselves Mm -hmm. versus like with your wife or your girlfriend it's like or i have to upstand this role i can't tell her that you know i might be more fluid i want to talk to other people Mm -hmm. or whatever which is why so much stuff happens behind closed doors exactly and then there was another uh have you been looking at the shade room i have not so there was another post where it's been a thread going around where women are like um well women cheat just as much as men you know but we just are better at hiding Mm -hmm. it and we don't take accountability and so it's funny right so as a woman you're reading that and i'm looking at the comments and they like damn bitch why you you know what i'm saying because when women cheat there is a reason behind Mm -hmm. it it's never just like oh you know this dude was fine so i decided to it's always i tried to communicate my needs Mm -hmm. to you i tried over and over i told you when you do this this hurts me Mm -hmm. so we start by which was another thread we start by emotionally stepping out first but dudes don't really think about emotional stuff as cheating Mm -mm. you know what i'm saying because they're thinking on just some physical shit yeah what you think about that i don't well i have literally gone to my significant other in the past and told him i'm thinking about cheating on you 
Like, I, we need to do something about this before, you know, my honesty comes back way she back She is a then. very blunt person. <laughs> and, and it was told to me, I, oh, you do that, and you just get ready to, to, to die. <laughs> you know, but, but it, it was, it's a real thing. Like, I do remember my brain stepping out and my heart stepping out way before like it it wasn't even a sexual thing you know mm-hmm. that just automatically comes with it especially when you're dealing with opposite sex that's just a natural thing but yeah i i don't i wonder if with men if it is but since the roles are ha, are reversing and things have changed i wonder are they stepping out more emotionally these days and yeah, and are they starting to understand that and if they are understanding that with women maybe it has helped them to understand us a little more I definitely think that, that yeah. men are starting to step out and more in, in an emotional way. And also because we're in the age of Aquarius, so we had to experience both sides of the spectrum because age of Aquarius is about not possessing and love. Like, mm. what is love actually? You know what I'm saying? Some you said what is love Yeah, actually? what is love mm. actually? Like, we have been taught, like, you know, oh, well, if I marry you, then you can't do this, you can't mm-hmm. do that. You're putting a restriction on love. Yeah. I personally feel like not everybody in this lifetime is going to find their soulmate. Mm-hmm. I feel like in this lifetime, more people are going to find a karmic mate or a twin flame. Mm-hmm. So, but... I believe in multiple soulmates. That could be that, too. Mm -hmm. It could be that, too. But I say that to say, like, if you found your soulmate, then it would be like, I don't have a need to want to be with anyone else because I truly, genuinely connect to you. Like, we've literally found each other in this life. Yeah, we feel good. Like, those are people where it's like it just made sense together Mm -hmm. versus like a karmic or a twin flame. A twin flame is like, man, we just match. We got this energy. It's just powerful. And it's lessons that have to be learned. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So, but because we've been conditioned that, oh, the ultimate goal is to get married and have kids and all of these things, you might have married somebody that truly was not in alignment with your soul that yeah. was not your soulmate it just so now the situation. yeah so now y'all are cheating stepping out on each other yeah. not being honest with each other because that wasn't even in your your timeline mm-hmm. in this lifetime to meet your soulmate you might have thought so you know something that i think of you know how like we go into different uh moons and there's different retrogrades mm-hmm. and all this different stuff i know in my grand old big old age of 30 how old am i i don't know I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um i who's keeping up but i know that i have been different p- people mm-hmm. that i have i mean you've known me for years you've seen different versions mm-hmm. of me like if there's different versions of me throughout my lifetime if the person that i'm with cannot grow and change with me which they're not because mm-hmm. they have their own person mm-hmm. you know they can be a gemini next you know they're a capricorn mm-hmm. their capricorn might not match with my sagittarius mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. all that going on th- that's what is put into my mind there's no way we're meant to be with just one person exactly unless y'all's charts actually line up so this is dealing with the progressed chart energy in your lifetime the planets are growing with you so let's say soulmate wise you and your soulmate, y'all grow into different signs, but y'all keep growing into compatible signs. Mm-hmm. You see how Ooh. rare that is? That's rare mm-hmm. to find a soulmate. But you grow into a different sign and you might have married your twin flame where the connection, the sexual energy, the y'all have fun together, it feels good, but y'all still have these lessons and this tension that's yeah. there. So then y'all grow into a different sign and it's like, boom, we just not 
compatible no more or karmic like we're not compatible anymore we've always been opposites but for some reason we trigger wounds in each other that make us feel like we are supposed Mm -hmm. to stay together that's more of a karmic relationship like for me personally like i grew up with an abusive father you get in an abusive relationship, you're triggering a wound in me that feels comfortable to me, but it's karmic. It's not necessarily like we were supposed to stay together forever. So yeah, you're absolutely right. Like people grow into different people, but that just shows how rare soulmates are in this lifetime. So imagine being taught that aspect as a little kid, like, like, Hey, you may not have your right person. You, and you, so I think being okay with with breaking up like I teach my kids all the times like you need to be you need to have your degree in breakups mm-hmm. like you need to be a master breakup person and just knowing it's okay I love that try not to intertwine yourself so much with someone not preparing for the worst but just knowing that I church may change yeah. you know we may not be the right thing like I've learned what I needed to learn from you I've grown with you I've found something we've grown you know we've enjoyed some time together now this is the end Mm -hmm. just like you were telling me that you know about the person that they it didn't work out Mm -hmm. and they said okay this isn't it's ran its course and it's over yeah that's just it can you imagine being taught that instead of the you have you find somebody you like them a lot you marry them like so many people literally within the first year the first few months it's like i know i want to marry this person yeah you ain't even dealt with this person for three years high school sweethearts that's a crazy idea Ugh. right and some y'all of stay them together last, but some of them do but okay some of them could have been soulmates and some of them are just staying together because oh we've been knowing each other for a long time yeah y'all have outgrown each other now one of y'all is stepping out emotionally the other one's stepping out on some sexual physical shit mm-hmm. like it's just not fair. We don't allow people to be adaptable and to grow. Yes. I like that you said, like, teaching your, you know, your children, like, it's okay to break up. I feel like if astrology was incorporated into school and metaphysical principles in general was incorporated from starting at daycare yes. all the way up until high school. So when you get to college, you can apply that. We could avoid a lot of shit. Mm-hmm. Like, for real, people would not waste money going to college for things mm-hmm. that aren't in alignment with their chart. Yeah. They wouldn't waste time in relationships either because you're born alone and you're going to go out alone. Mm-hmm. That's what I tell all of my clients when I do readings. You was not born with this person. And, and just think about it. It's been around for years and mm-hmm. years and, I mean, centuries. And the, the, the surface level that most, you know, people that are babies in the situation is like, what's your sign? Mm-hmm. Oh, you a Gemini? Oh, I can't fuck with you. Right. Like, it's like, no, like, mm-hmm. it's deeper than that. And we're all guilty for that. But you just, just imagine if, if people knew the, the deeper versions mm-hmm. of it. The houses, the degrees, the aspects your synastry charts together y'all that's what i've been trying to work on for a long Mm -hmm. time y'all know i wrote my children's astrology book and i've been trying to get it into schools and i realized one to preschools at this point Mm -hmm. and some of them have been okay and others are like "Eh," because astrology is kind of taboo but i'm like damn if i could just get in and talk to y'all about why this is important yeah then you know this could change the whole trajectory like the curriculum with stuff no it's gonna do it it's gonna do it speak into existence i'm gonna keep going because right there was just a good point of why it needs to be there Mm -hmm. like if 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 sex is in school and now transgender and and all those other things can Mm -hmm. get into school why cannot astrology get into school because they just look at it as like basic horoscope like that can't really help you when it absolutely can 
billionaires, the elite, all of these people use astrology. That's why they know when to fuck with us and put all this crazy stuff out. Mm-hmm. That's why in the summertime, the most craziest things happen because they're utilizing retrograde. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's deep. Yeah. So, I mean, they use that. They just don't want that to be in school because mm-hmm. we would be powerful if we knew that information. And who wants that? Nobody. <laughs> but I, I know it's a thing. I hit my girl up real quick. I'm like, hold on, something's going on. Because something, I just don't feel right. I'm in tune. <laughs> and a lot of people just, you know, equate it to, you know, their menstrual or, the, you know, it's a time or there's something going on. But no, it's it's really detailed things. Mm-hmm. And if you know exactly what or you have more, more of an understanding, you can deal with situations a lot better. Yeah. You know? Some people are really detached from themselves that they don't know what they're feeling. Mm. Do you know how many people don't know what they're feeling? They don't even care because they're so indoctrinated in go to work, get off. The weekend I get to party, I could drink, I could do this. Robots. I have sex. Yeah, so it's like you could be going through all of your emotional stuff, feeling the planets, and then you go talk to somebody and like, nope, I'm fine. Mm. And it's only because they're that detached away from themselves or yeah. like they suppress that so much. So people who are spiritually in tune, it's like, nah, something's happening. Yeah. Like, what, what's, what's with the moon? I got mm-hmm. my mama, my aunts, everybody calling me like, hey. Something is happening. Yeah. Or a lot of times when when I've been feeling something, you've been feeling it. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, a lot of our friends, like, they're all in tune. Mm -hmm. When you're in tune, it's something different. When you're spiritually in tune, definitely. I'm so thankful and grateful that I am in tune. Mm -hmm. But it does take, you have to step back. Like how we're in nature right now. You have to step back and just detach yourself. Mm Mm-hmm. Because when we leave out back outside of this beautiful fairy tale land that we're in right now, it's like life just happens right back on you again, mm-hmm. you know? You got to have moments for yourself for sure. Yeah. There was something I was going to say I forgot. Um, shoot. You can keep talking until it comes back to me. <laughs> I don't know, but I know we did have some good conversation earlier about, and it's a new class that you're going to start teaching hopefully soon. Yes, so I am starting my men's astrology class on August 1st, and that's going to be virtual because... So I got I recently got um, interviewed on a, um, a spiritual Instagram page, and I was talking about how I wanted to start a, the men's astrology class because women, we're naturally in tune with spiritual stuff, mm-hmm. right? And so, like, we just get into horoscopes when we're super young. We get into all that type of stuff masculine energy doesn't really get into that but because people are starting to wake up i see that there is a need and a demand like men want to understand but it's overwhelming because a lot of women don't know how to break it down sometimes and so i figured if i start this class i can break it down to where you can utilize it not just for meeting women or enhancing your relationship but healing childhood wounds Mm -hmm. um helping if you have a business knowing when you can capitalize off of your business at the right time or you want to get a raise or you want to talk to somebody understanding the people that you work with your co-workers all of those types of things astrology can help mm-hmm. and what i know about men is they are really good at compartmentalizing things yeah. so if they can add astrology into a place in their brain where it's like oh i can utilize this shoot i get what they mean by when they say mercury retrograde is here we got to slow down and not be signing contracts and things like like that I get that now I yeah. can actually utilize that for my business or I don't want to launch this idea because I have this aspect going on in my chart I want men to be in tune with that but on top of that 
if I teach these men and y'all are in relationships, that's going to enhance y'all's communication skills with your partner. Yeah. And that's super important because I can speak for me. I know in previous relationships, I've suppressed a lot of my spiritual and emotional knowledge because I'm like, he's not going to get what I'm talking about. You know what I'm saying? You just going to look at it like, oh, you're nagging or you're complaining or you're never satisfied. You can't do nothing right. Mm -hmm. When I'm looking at it from a spiritual perspective of like, you know, why do you emotionally detach from me? Where does that come from? Mm -hmm. I read charts. So I'm like, yo, Mars is in this placement. I see what you're doing. You know what I'm saying? If you spoke that same language with me, then boom, like, oh, my Mars is in this. So I might want to dominate women. And so when we get in certain situations where you exert yourself, this is why I start to act this way Mm -hmm. with you. How can I fix that? Astrology is about overcoming your lower self to get to your higher self. Mm -hmm. It's not about making excuses like... I'm just a Gemini, so, you know, I like to cheat. Yeah. Like, no, that is not what that means. You got to figure out how to. And if that's the case, if you do have Venus and Gemini or something like that and you want to be with multiple people, the issue is not that. The issue is being honest with yourself and honest with the people that you meet yes. to say like, hey, I could love you all day. But just know that this is the way that I am. And I don't ever want that to go away. I might be able to make it a one-on-one thing. Mm -hmm. But eventually, I might have a need to have intellectual stimulation. Or I might have a need to have multiple women around me because I like to hear their thoughts. I need a secure woman Mm -hmm. that's going to be okay with me having multiple, you know, feminine energy. And you may find somebody at first and they may may be like, oh, that ain't for me. We're Mm -hmm. not for each other. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you want to say that on the first date or not. Uh, but but then you may find people that's like, dang, I've been kind of interested in that as well, or I understand that, and exactly. I and I respect you. Versus just getting with that person, cheating, and then I, you know it's just, creating trauma. Yeah. Now just, I got to get over trauma. Yes. Now I'm gonna traumatize you back. Now yes. we just hurting people just, over and over. Instead of like, this is just where I am right now. You know, my other idea that I'm trying to do. And I wanted to do this with Tarot Tuesday as a speed uh, dating thing You've using astrology. You've been saying that for years. I have. But the thing is, is thinking about the dynamic on how to do it because your chart is so complex. Ooh. So it's like, I don't know how I would sit people down to do that unless I just like let them like, you know, your chart come in and sit. Ooh. Right. Well, I don't get nobody too many ideas, but I could think of like a, a little, a quick chart mm-hmm. and then y'all can look at, you know, what, where your birth date is and where it lines up or the certain things you want to do. Mm-hmm. And then it has like certain things and you write them there as you sit down, you'd be like, oh, we do match up and then they can start a conversation mm-hmm. and then let naturally flow what flows. But you are looking at a chart to initiate the conversation. First of all, in Austin, you know, people are always looking for a speed dating situation. I, I know I have. <laughs> You know, but and then but and then some tantra or tantra, have you say mm-hmm. it, teaching women how to get into their their Jezebel spirit mm-hmm. and their more sexual spirit. Like, I definitely look forward to you putting something together like that. Definitely. We were talking about that earlier before we started this. Um, I was saying that my Venus is in Scorpio on the fifth house. So the, the bedroom area and just intimacy, that's the place where I show up at the most. Not just, like, actual, like, sex, but, like, I guess, like, wowing my lover, reading their body language. Like, I got, I think you, know, you are love and you are sex. You get you give off a very sexual energy. That's what I've been hearing all my life. Which I love it. I love it. I told my friends, I was like, when you knock on the door to go get your cards read, like, she may be naked, guys. <laughs> 
be prepared. <laughs> Damn near. No, for real. I made that very word to all of my friends. Like, yeah. listen, once you in here, nipples is what you might be seeing. But I realized that a lot of women aren't necessarily comfortable um, expressing their sexual energy or being comfortable with their bodies. Yeah. And... I don't know. I guess that's like a, a really interesting like concept to me because I never thought about like, the, of course, there's things about my body that I don't like, but I think I focus on the things that I do like. Mm-hmm. And in the bedroom, I'm like, it's just bodies in here. Yes. You like some candles and, you know, it don't even matter. But yeah, I definitely want to do. Um... <laughs> Sign me up for that class right now. Okay. <laughs> I think you should definitely. I would love help. Cause I've been there before, and and then I do know, like I I've heard that yoga is connected to a lot of that stuff, and there are a lot of poses mm-hmm. for the sun gods and stuff that are connected to the your sexual and in, your inner sexual being. Yeah, and, and I know because I tapped into her before, and then something happened. But I would love to to get back, you know, into that. So what are we gonna do to get back to that? Well, hopefully doing some more yoga. I've mm-hmm. uh, been doing a lot of research on like my Jezebel spirit and how to. First of all, I don't like that Jezebel has gotten a bad name, a Fast. bad rap. Get into it. Like, Jezebel and Lilith. Like, why? It. Like, no. Because they were empowered energies, feminine energy. And, you know, men couldn't really hold that down. So it's like, oh, she's just a terrible. You know how many times I got called a Jezebel spirit when I was growing up, going uh-huh. to church? Oh, I believe it. And I yeah. was like, at this time, I was celibate. I remember being in my super, like, early 20s. And I was celibate for two years. And I remember going to two different churches and being called a Jezebel spirit. Mm. And I was like, Wow. That's crazy because I'm not even having sex. Mm-hmm. But that just let me know about my powerful energy. But and it's, and it's a lot of, you know, that side of things, a, a lot of religions. that And then women, first of all, big ups and kudos that nipples have been out here lately. That 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 fupas have been out in Come love. On. Girl, I've been sitting over here looking at my little fupa like, <laughs> girl, we better embrace these fupas and love it. Like, women have been showing out with loving themselves and loving their body, and we should be able to be within our feminine selves. Like, this is the thing. Like, men want women to be, like, going back to the beginning topic, you want us to be feminine. You want mm-hmm. to be, and then the males want to be masculine. But part of us being feminine is allowing our body to be free. Yes. Letting us be sexy without judgment. Yes. You know? And you being confident as a man. Yes. Like, I'm cool with my baby dressing however she wants to dress. Because yes. she is for me. Yes. Right? Or whatever. Yeah. And that's the way it should be. And I th- hopefully that, it comes back into that when things, when the roles get back where aligned where they're supposed to be quote unquote Mm -hmm. that men understand the women the feminine woman Mm -hmm. that the feminine woman understand and respect the the masculine man and that but both allows each other to do it Mm -hmm. like for example going back to that topic whenever men were talking about you know fuck bitches fuck hoes and music back in the day right Mm -hmm. that was a thing that was a music now we got our um Megan Thee Stallion. Oh, yeah. You know, all our city girls Mm -hmm. now. So we both have tapped into both energy. Both Mm -hmm. doesn't like when each other talks about, you know, each other in that manner. But, like, I'm looking for the R&B music where we're talking about loving Mm -hmm. one each other now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. When we both can understand one another. And, like, I think, I hope it's going to be a real beautiful thing. We step down, we respect the men Mm -hmm. and their masculinity, and the the males respect the feminine energy, Mm -hmm. and being the Jezebel sexual beings that we are meant to be, Mm -hmm. loving ourselves, 
and respecting one another. You know, it's funny going into what you said. So I was watching and I put this on my Instagram, too. And a lot of people were DMing me. Um, Mary Magdalene, her role in the Bible was she was practicing candle magic. She was she was known to like go and stay in this cave and light candles and do prayers. Mm. And she was like um, Jesus is like right hand woman. Mm-hmm. Like he he gave all of the knowledge, all of the game to her. So when he was gone, she was like, all right, cool. I'm the one with the flame. Let me teach y'all. Yeah. And the other disciples was like, we ain't listening to you. You don't know. But then they started getting jealous. Like. Why did he give you this information and not us? That was the first aspect of like women or that feminine energy being condemned. Mm. She had that knowledge. She was a sexual being. Um, What I have a book called The Sacred Whore Mm. that talks about Mary Magdalene and her sexual energy with Jesus, I believe, and like their tantric energy. I want to say it's called Sacred Whore. Don't quote me on it. I have it at the house. I think it is sacred horror, sacred, sacred something. But yeah, she talks about um, basically Tantra uh, with him and like his spirit being in her and getting that information. And it was exchanged through sexual energy, through awakening the Kundalini. But those are all aspects that are hidden in the Bible. That's why when people be like, oh, you know, you're not Christian. I'm like, no, I'm the real Christian, actually, because Psalms is all for spells. Okay, like they were doing, they were making sacrifices in in the Bible. I was talking about that on live when I was in New Orleans. I was like, you know, God was, he was messing it up down here. He Mm -hmm. would be killing people if they didn't do things that, you know, he looked at or whatever, asking who was it, Abraham, to sacrifice his Mm -hmm. son, just to see if he would do it or put in Job through it. Like, I'm just going to kill all of your kids because me and the devil made a bet. Mm -hmm. Like, those were all sacrifices. Those were like... That included magic, but yeah. what we have at the church is a watered down version. And I know we kind of going all over the place. Oh, we're gonna be all over the place. That's what y'all here for. Goes into it. Um, because like, I got something to talk about on that subject. No, definitely. The last thing I'll say is, um, when I was in New Orleans, um, I said that I met um, this older man named Mandela, the storyteller, and I went to Congo Square. And something that stuck out that he said to me was. He was like people who have been, you know, risen up like Marcus Garvey, Malcolm X. The reason why they were powerful is because they gave their flame to their followers. Mm -hmm. So it was like, if something happens to me, y'all have my knowledge and my information. We don't die. We multiply. Mm -hmm. But he was like with pastors, pastors keep all of their spiritual knowledge Mm -hmm. because they need the congregation to come back to the church all Uh of the time. So it's like the only source that you're going to get is when you come to this temple and I'm the one who has the connection instead of saying, hey, y'all got that same connection with God just like I do. Y'all have intuition. Y'all have this. Y'all can read the God within. Exactly. They never want like that energy to be distributed through. So Mm -hmm. that just goes all into the divine feminine being something that's locked down because when feminine energy learns stuff, Mm -hmm. we are mothers. So we give versus uh, wounded masculine energy is going to keep that for himself. Mm -hmm. I want power. I want you to follow me. I want to be the king. I want everybody to look to me to be the one who saves you Mm -hmm. versus feminine is like, no, I'm going to disperse this energy so we can be a stronger community. But go ahead. So (laughs) I think that it's so I hate 
quoting stuff and not having the, the full information, but I got to tell y'all a story. I think I told you the story. But when I was living over there in the apartments, I had, for one, I've dealt, you know, I've battered, battled with religion because it's not taught the way I wish that it was taught. Mm-hmm. And um, to find that church, which you started before, <laughs> too, we need to get that going again. Church in a while. Yes. Yeah. Um, but I remember dealing with, like, where's the woman in the Bible? Where's the female God? Mm-hmm. And I, I, I had asked that question so many times, and it was on a Sunday, and I was in Walmart, and this group of ladies came up to me, and it, I think it was one man, and she had a Bible in her hand, and she just randomly, she was like, can I speak to you real quick? And I was like, yeah, of course. And she was like, did you know that that that, that there was a female God in the Bible? Ooh. Yes, and she was like, I was like, but the fact that she brought that mm. to me, she said, but she said it's not, she, when it says, uh, two and one or we are one mm-hmm. it was himself and his i don't know if it was his wife or if it was just the, uh, the male and the female split like god or jesus uh jesus. god okay mm-hmm. and but and she and she showed me pointed out in the bible and everything i really need to get that but she was saying it, it talks about it a lot what was her religion? when it was saying christianity and she invited me to they invited me there to their church and she said that her pastor speaks about it all the time but then when it was saying we like a lot of people is like you know the god the the god the spirit and the holy ghost mm-hmm. and you know those are the three things yeah it was were. more it was uh, it was a female a male and the holy ghost Mm. But they said a lot of it goes back to interpreting. Father, the spirit. The father, the yeah. son, and the Holy Ghost. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they were saying it was one of them was a female. And mm. then and she even pointed out like the verbiage. But people are skipping straight over that and not speaking that. Because who are the main spiritual or religious leaders no. are men. Mm-hmm. So why would they want us yeah. to know that? But I was like, what is the odds that this woman, this is a question I have had. I'm always divinely guided, mm-hmm. first of all double clap on that and uh but i in that moment for that aunt girl i just literally stood there mouth open in all tears and i went home and explained to my family but this is a question that i have had Mm. and every time i had i seek a question the universe brings it to me but yeah look that up though and look into that i will it's pretty interesting Mm -hmm. i gotta send you that uh mary magdalene um youtube documentary that that i was watching because i was like wow she straight up was in the cave doing candle magic mm-hmm. with the teachings that Jesus taught her. And when he was gone, the other disciples was like, we ain't following you. Mm-mm. What? Y'all jealous? Right. Because, you know, like, that's crazy how they keep that energy down. But again, the only thing I can think is that, like I said, women want to give. We would disperse that light mm-hmm. equally through the community versus, like, men who, not all men, but the wounded male would try to keep that energy to himself because even wounded women can do that too and want all of the power and stuff to themselves but like where did they get that from but and it goes back to like how you never know like how deep somebody's wounds run right Mm. there was this male the other day and i think he i think afterwards he was trying to hit at me but i was at work it was too much but he had shared a story with me um I think I had asked him what his ethnicity was because he looked like he may have had some black in him. Um, And he tells me, he's like, I don't know because my mother was raped. Mm. And I was conceived from a rape situation. He said, and then he got deep with me, girl. I literally started vomiting it all out on me and it was a little too much. But it goes back to like, you never know what people are dealing with, Mm -hmm. right? And so he said that he, um, it has caused him to have a bad connection with women. And you would, he said, because his mother never, he never had a good connection in, with his mom because she 
he looks just like the man that raped her. Mm. So he, I mean, just now that women can't get abortions here in Texas, there's going to be a lot of that going on now. But he he didn't develop a good relationship with his mom, which in turn caused him to have a bad relationship with women now. Mm. And I said, hmm, interesting. You think it would have been the opposite, like it would have caused him to look for a mother, a mother female, uh, a mother figure. Mm-hmm. But in turn, it, it caused him to not have a good relationship with women. It can go one or the other, and you can see that in um, his astrology chart mm-hmm. too, you know, with one of his aspects, one of the asteroids maybe shows that he could have an aversion towards women because of the way that he was conceived. Mm. It's another thing, astrology can show you the environment in which you were conceived in, the energy, like the family that you were being brought into as Mm. well. Um, Another example is my Venus is in Scorpio in the fifth house, which shows that I had a traumatic childhood. Scorpio is death and rebirth that could deal with abuse. Fifth house is children. So me experiencing a very like rough childhood and a, like a rough start into what love was, but Venus and Scorpio is about transmuting. So it's not a crazy idea that I grew into being who I am today to be able to help and guide other people. Yeah. Not that I'm perfect because I'll still be going through my own shit, but like learning how to use that. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Um, but so that's it's what was created for you. What was is where you were supposed to be. Right. But like you sharing that story, like imagine how many women he's been with where he didn't feel safe enough to even share mm-hmm. that story about how he was conceived because it was shame around it. Yeah. Or maybe sharing that, but like not really knowing how to accept somebody wanting to like embrace him yeah. and love him and him just being upset because yeah. not because of him, his mom being raped but like his mama treating him away because yeah. I look like the dude that you got raped by you know mm-hmm. like I think heavy. he would definitely need a woman that's very loving and caring and compassionate mm-hmm. towards him um he I think where the connection was with me I'm just doing my job you know mm-hmm. but a simple pat on his shoulder as he was getting the numbing which I do with all my my patients mm-hmm. but that alone made him he was like wow thank you like mm-hmm. you know you could tell like that you he, see me yeah you see me you, you and you're being gentle with me and this go back to being all over the place I think that's what us women do need to do more for mm-hmm. our men is be gentle with them mm-hmm. you know being that they are in their feminine energy right now and, and the roles have been reversed and I'm speaking to myself right now preaching to the choir but being more gentle with mm-hmm. our men loving on them giving them them the attention this younger generation like our younger kids 14 15 16 i've noticed a lot of that where the their the male's head will be on the woman's shoulder on their oh. girlfriend's shoulder and there the woman stroking the man and just lo- just loving on them mm. and giving them the attention and love that for years that we were getting, mm. you know, and that you were told that we're not supposed to do for men, yeah. but they're getting that, but they need that. Mm-hmm. They need that love, you know? A lot of men too. Um, so uh, my theory is that when you have a child, whatever you suppress comes out through the child. Mm. So what I notice is, I'm just going to use this as an example. If both of your parents, y'all got together, y'all had, a, they had a kid And let's say the dad struggled with his sexual identity Mm -hmm. and he struggled with like, you know, I might be into the same sex. I'm not sure. But he suppressed that because I'm not able to express that him having or them having a child. Sometimes your child is going to come out and they can come out and be like, listen, I'm proud of who I am. I'm gay. This is what I identify as. This is what I am. And that will make the dad 
or whatever the parent feel like so mad because they can't hide something that was hidden in them it's being illuminated through their child you know what i'm saying so then that child grows up and they have this wounded energy because their parent is upset that what they suppressed came out through their child and then they're just growing up and they're hurting people Mm. that's crazy so it's like now more than anything and i'm speaking solely just towards the masculine energy men do need to be seen because it's a lot that you don't even know what you're battling i could see that with my little brother um with his dad like his dad dealt with a lot of suppressed feelings and anxiety you know just feeling angry and not knowing why he feels angry fast forward my brother is very blessed he's very spoiled he comes from a two-parent household has anything that you could ever want but he had this rage and this anger and so everybody's like why are you so mad like you got the world handed to you well it's because whatever you know his dad didn't deal with he just suppressed like i just gotta work i can't afford to be emotional Mm -hmm. it came out through his son so his son is lashing out and you look at it like you being ungrateful why are you disrespecting me why are you doing this it's because it wasn't dealt with it's going to be illuminated through your child now you're forced to have to deal with that Now you got to sit in front of your child and be like, why are you acting like this? I don't know. I'm just angry. Why won't you talk to me or something like that? And it's like, damn, now I got to slow down in order for me to communicate with you. I have to be emotional with you. I got to slow down and listen to you, which is making me look at my own wounds. Same with women who have, you know, their children with their daughters. Like, you know, why are you acting like this? Where does this come from? Let's say, I don't know, maybe your mother had to just like be in a relationship get married she never got to express her divine sexual energy mm-hmm. and she has a daughter and it's like you just out here naked on the internet i think you promiscuous what are you doing you're bringing mm. shame to me but it's like you suppressed that energy you never got to explore that yeah. so now your daughter is exploring what was suppressed within you Ooh. and you're upset about it but truly this is your offspring. She is an extension of a mirror. you. Yeah, so it's like you're getting to do the work that I didn't get to do. So instead of parents being mad at their children, it's like, damn, like, you doing shit that I get, I didn't get to do. So all I can do is support you and yeah. say to be safe. And if they had that type of support, then that type of behavior would probably end a lot quicker. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, okay, I got all my system. Or maybe a workshop where prior, like, maybe couples uh, can get into before they even have babies. Mm begin to heal themselves, you know, and talk about openly what issues they may have Uh. deep inside before we plant this baby inside each other. You know what I'm saying? Look at all of this. Girl. (laughs) You know, know, or even a workshop where the baby is in and, and, and I could just imagine like a pregnant, you know, woman sitting in front of her husband, her boy, you know, the dad and they're opening up and pouring into each other and and putting it out there mm. before it has to be all brought out in the child right you know? and that's imagine the generation that's coming mm. like the people who are pregnant right now if they're doing or about to get pregnant or whatever if they're doing the work that they need to do Imagine 20 years from now what the world would look like Mm. if there's no suppressed trauma coming out through the child, if women are supporting men emotionally, if men are supporting, you know, like it could be a really, really beautiful world and the things that we want to see change. But it does start now, right? Right. But it does start. Yeah, it's already fucked up out here. (laughs) Right. I mean, it's a lot lot of work that needs to be done. We on top of it, at least trying to figure it out. 
But it's cool. I mean, we are. Like you said, your your children, the 14, 15, 16-year-old gap, like, they're doing, they're starting, the, they're the zeitgeist to that type of work Yeah. right now as well because they are supporting each other. They do care about each other's feelings a mm-hmm. lot. I hear a lot, like, oh, this younger generation, they so weak. They just emotional. But I'm like, the previous generation, did we get to really express no. ourselves? People just going to work, hurting, mm-hmm. sad. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, not really dealing with anything. It's true. And then losing their shit because they've suppressed so much. Yeah. Or needing to go and find spiritual retreats, needing to get into therapy because we just taught to keep working and working and working when we don't emotionally, our emotional body, bodies don't feel good. Yeah. Our spiritual bodies don't feel good. Mm-hmm. And all of this pain that we're going through is only to push us towards our purpose. So it's necessary. 100%. It's necessary to have pain. It's necessary to go through things or whatever. But the way that you cope with it is the issue. Yeah. So. Even like during, I talk about this all the time, during COVID when we, I was on furlough. Oh my God. Just being able to reconnect and just mm. slow down the world was like the ultimate feeling. You know, it just felt so amazing to be able to slow down and then shoot when we went back to work i was happy to go back to work (laughs) you're probably the only person that i've heard say that yeah i think that a lot of people who are used to going into the office maybe the first month two months maybe three months was like oh okay shoot we working from home but after that shadow work started Mm. to hit they didn't know it was shadow work but now you stuck in the house with your children because they can't go to school. So now you're starting to see your child's behavior all the way. Mm-hmm. And you're the only one who got to deal with it. And you like, wait a minute. Yeah. This is what you be doing at school? Mm-hmm. This is what you think? Or like even being by yourself, a lot of people who were working from home, they had to deal with their dark inner thoughts, mm-hmm. especially if they were by themselves. Or I've heard quarantine relationships where oh, people yeah. got stuck together. They just met each other, but they got stuck together because of quarantine. And a lot of shadow energy came up. Mm-hmm. Shadow work had to come up. And so a lot of people went into depression. It was hard. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And if they were lucky and they got into spirituality, then they got to like really heal from that. Yeah. But others could have indulged in escapism, which mm-hmm. is like, oh, I just pick up a drinking habit. Yeah. You know what I I'm saying? I know there was a lot of suicides around that time, too. That, too. Shoot, for me, I've been working for myself for over seven years, but that, um, I don't think I started having issues until after the quarantine. Then I was like, wait, what's happening? Mm Because things started to slow down, and I was like, damn, I'm being taken to another level of healing on an energetic and spiritual level that scared me Mm -hmm. a lot. But. I don't know. You're probably the first person who's like, yeah, I was ready to go back to work. Girl, I swear I tell people the quarantine happened just for me. You know, when my divorce happened around, or separation happened right before then. And I had always told God, even though I was ready for that situation to end because it was was not healthy. I kept saying, well, I can't because birthdays are coming up. Well, I can't because we got this basketball game. There was always a reason why I couldn't exit the situation. And I, I literally felt like God was like, okay, you know what? I'm tired of your excuses. We're going to shut the whole world down for you, okay? <laughs> the world is shut down. You don't have no excuse. You don't have to go to work. Your money going to come to you. You ain't got no basketball games, no school, no nothing. Mm. No excuse. And I'm like, what? It was like the perfect. I could not have asked for a better time. 
Do you would you say that that initiated your spiritual awakening or deepening? I've definitely one thousand percent. I got and I have to bring myself back to to my namaste on my arm because I I got over. I heal. I learned to love myself during that time. I like really love myself. Yeah, she loved herself hard, girl. And every day, ooh man, the things the hurt. She loved herself so much. The bluntness that she uses. <laughs> That's it. That's all you gonna get. The people around her, it's like, nah. I just you listen. Don't. I'm gonna tell you the truth about where I'm at. Mm-hmm. I don't care you how accept to... it or you don't. And it's fine with me. Whichever one you want. I I understand. Um, I learned, but love myself. And then I definitely learned to slow down. I think I was dealing with a lot of anxiety. Like I was so uncomfortable in my skin. We've been sitting here for, I don't know how long. And not one moment do I feel the urge to get up and move and go do something else. Like Mm. I'm content in being still. And and I love that. I was a constant, like, Ooh, where I got to go now? Something, you know, like just the thought of that. Like, nope, mm -mm. I'm, I'm here in this moment. That's interesting. I think, like, I guess I could say the same because I was a super busybody before the quarantine thing happened. And then I had to slow down. And then, yeah, that really did push me into some deep, deep, dark spaces, y'all. But you love that. A lot of that. A lot of people don't know that about you, that you're an introvert. I know. Listen, so I've been more vocal about that, too. I tell people I struggle with social anxiety. That's how I know that the job that I do, it literally is like God sent for me because me sitting and talking with people makes me so uncomfortable sometimes. Mm. Like I am extremely shy, but I can tap into this energy when it's time for me to read of healing people. You know what I mean? Or Mm -hmm. not healing, but opening up um a discussion for them to figure out how to heal themselves that's a better way to say it but yeah super shy so i had to deal with like a lot of that coming out as well but then it's like it's weird because then people meet me and they're like you got strong sexual energy and this goddess like energy mm-hmm. and i'm like it's my style and the way that i express myself but like on a day-to-day basis i'm pretty much very like to my little circle yeah my little self mm-hmm. it's crazy I you think like have, I'm sorry, <laughs> but do do you, have you ever named your other people? I feel like you. Does, does she have a name? I mean, Solaris would be the name. Solaris. Yeah, that would be the the higher goddess like energy, the spiritual energy. Mm-hmm. And it's funny, Solaris was birthed through. So this is a story that I've never shared publicly or with anyone. So I was um, pregnant, and. This is another thing that astrology ties into Venus and Scorpio, death and children. So me having a miscarriage was definitely there in my chart. Mm -hmm. But when I was pregnant, I was going to name my baby Solaris. Mm. And when I lost the baby, I became this energy. I was already starting to do readings, but I didn't want to go by my real name. Because at that time, I was still working at a school, and I was like, I need some type of separation. And so Mm -hmm. I was like, this name is so beautiful. Like, I want to keep it. And I identified with the High Priestess tarot card. Mm -hmm. Um, I found out after that that my birth tarot cards are the High Priestess and the Judgment card. Wow. So I was, like, already synced up. But, like, Mm -hmm. yeah, so it was like, even though I lost my baby, it was like a rebirth of Solaris happened to me Mm -hmm. and I couldn't work at the school anymore because I'm like I just lost my baby and I'm like around other children and it was triggering for me so I started to lean into healing myself and doing spiritual work 
And so it was like I stepped into like that higher, like Solaris is like my higher self. Yeah. You know? I wish you would have told me that. <laughs> I was so stuck on the high priestess. I'm like, nope, you're going to forever be the high priestess to me. I mean, I love that. I think I finally let it let it go and have accepted it. But I did not <laughs> realize that. That is so beautiful. Yeah. So, Aww. yeah, definitely. I, um... I was reminded of that. I was like, damn, that was going to be the baby's name. And I just kind of stepped into it and put Solaris the High Priestess together. Yeah. And, yeah. And I'm very aware. Don't make it like, you know, I got multiple personalities. But no. I'm very aware of that energy. It's like that higher good ego energy, mm-hmm. I guess. That gives me, like, the confidence, like, the way that Beyonce talks about Sasha Fierce. Yeah. She's a Virgo, too. She talks about being very shy in her personal life, very quiet, not really wanting to be around people and talk. Mm-hmm. But when she gets on stage, it's like, who the fuck is yeah. this? Was, she's just back here reading a book by herself, and now she up here grinding and yeah. grunting and doing all of that. Turning into I it. I get it. Yeah, like, that's the energy that I definitely have tapped into. So, I think that's funny you say that because... Um, I have developed the love goddess and that. that, but so, so, so just to, you know, bounce off of that, I had during my relationship, my 16 year marriage, I had someone who was, who loved love and was love mm-hmm. had developed a very nasty taste for love to the point that I used to write love backwards and, um, evolve. Mm, and I used to, like, literally say, like, I hate love. Mm. I do not love love. And it, I had I had a very nasty relationship with it. Mm. And then through my rebirth of during the quarantine, I became love again. Mm. And I fell back into, into love. And that's why I got my snake, Milo, mm. because of you. But and it it was one of those things where I was afraid of snakes. I had gotten bit by a snake when I was younger. Yeah. And I said, you know, like, how dare I give up on love? I'm not gonna get emotional. Go it's so me. funny, girl, because that was cut off for a long time too. Now it's back. Mm-hmm. But I I had um I had said like how dare I give up on love because of the pain that I felt in this relationship that wanted me to give up on love. How dare I be afraid of snakes because one snake has bitten me. Why not give another snake a chance? And now me and my baby Milo, that's my baby. But so I conquered a fear Mm -hmm. and I, I not only, you know, believe in love again, but I am love. Yeah. Hence the name love goddess. But and am going to take over in my separation, my divorce. I'm taking the new name love as my last name. (gasps) I mm-hmm. love that. And y'all, if y'all know her, she really is love. Like, her personality is so big. Like, she walks in a room and lights everything up. She make everything feel comfortable. She hugging everybody. She loud as hell. I love it. I'm like, damn, like, her confidence is, like, crazy. You know, you just have that, like, that really loving, like, you bring people towards you. So but when can, your name is love, how can you be anything other than love? That's a fact. You, it's, it's a name you have to live up to. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, you have to, when you're Solaris, you live up to Solaris. You, it reminds you who something. you are. When I was going through my, I don't like to say depression, when I was going through my healing, I remember having a conversation with her, and she looked at me and was like, you the high priestess. I don't even understand what this is. <laughs> and I was like, wait, I'm trying to be vulnerable. Mm. But I got what she was saying. Like, you have this name for yourself. You live up to that. You've helped yeah. a lot of people. Like, 
you gonna get through this that's yeah. basically what i started to like internalize from that conversation but i remember you dropped me off at the yeah. house that was a deep night it was but but it was also to me like i literally i can understand why when people see celebrities and things like that and they hold them in this like higher like power because that's where you were for mm-hmm. me you know like i've out it was funny because like i yearned to be your friend mm-hmm. and have a deeper relationship with you but i was like i'm okay if you up there bitch like i'm <laughs> i'm gonna hold you up like i got you but i and you were looking down at me like but i want to be down there with you <laughs> like let me down like i don't want i'm human i know it's like i need friends yeah. like real like friends i'm very grateful for that that whole conversation like you definitely switch my mind around because that was such a hard time for me yeah it was hard for me to even make it to that event i was mm-hmm. crying i couldn't understand i was like i'm just emotional mm-hmm. like i don't have no energy to do anything and i made myself get up to go do it but like us having that conversation changed a lot yeah. and i was like man if she looks at me that way i forgot yeah. who i am i forgot how people look at me like mm-hmm. that that did a lot for me so thank you for both of us because it helped mm-hmm. me realize too i had to let allow you to be a human being. Yeah. You know, you're down here with us normal folks. You I'm know? so bad. <laughs> it was beautiful. That's so funny. I didn't even think about it like that. Yeah. But Both yeah, girl. That was great. So now I feel like the workshops that we're talking about, I want you to be a part of it. I Not just that. like the a student. But like actually speaking because you have so many experiences especially like when we do the intimacy class and talking about love mm-hmm. i can do the intimacy you could talk about love you know what i mean yeah. because you have this that story just like you was writing love backwards like that's deep and mm-hmm. a lot of women experience that and they don't get out of that mm-hmm. and then they just get bitter and they isolate themselves and instead mm-hmm. you lean into a completely different like no i'm just love come here yeah i'm loving I'm- let's have part let's get together like a lot of women don't get that so yeah. that could be something that we do i would love that i would really love that i mean and if you you know my story but like going back from childhood I had so many things against me that would un- people would be like, oh, I understand why you don't love. <laughs> mm. I understand why you're so evil. I understand why you, you've given up on people, why you mm-hmm. hate people, why you're so nasty. Like, it would be so understandable mm-hmm. if I were to be that person. And I just still, after, after everything I've been through, which is why I have the lotus on my, on my chest, it's I like, like because after everything I've been through, I still can shine i still can hold my head high Mm -hmm. and and just be loved i am loved and you bring integrity and confidence out of other people too so Mm. that's beautiful y'all we done went everywhere (laughs) to the moon and back but this was such like i have to promote this like hardcore because this was great actually i love you i love you too so you guys who tuned in thank you i'm gonna try to figure out if i can post a snippet of this on my instagram because this podcast like could go into like so many different little pocketed like yeah, right like Just snip it up damn <laughs> We to have our own podcast. We've said that. We've had too many conversations. Like, where was the phone? Yeah, where is it at? <laughs> and she'd be ready. Because with other people, I'm like, can I record this? And like, Wah. But she'd be ready. You That's that it. Gemini energy we got to like. Hey. Gemini moon, Gemini rising. Always ready to talk. But yeah, thank you guys for tuning in. And if you have any questions or want to chime in on anything, you can send a voice recording on here or message me. Love you guys. Bye.